Welcome to Lead with Clarity, where we help you focus on what matters most. I'm your host, Scott Sutherland, and I'm here with my lovely wife, Shondell, and Melanie Montgomery. So, Shondell, let's start with you. What's one word that would describe how you're feeling right now? I'm feeling very satisfied. Great. Melanie? I'm feeling enthusiastic. Excellent. All right. Well, hey, we are in season three. This is, uh, this is exciting, and we are entering into a really important topic, okay? Recession-proofing your business. Shondell, why don't you get us started? Yeah, we have a couple veterans around the table <laughs> with our experience of going through recessions, and uh, we just believe, hey, if we, if we pull out of this economy and everything is fine, great. These topics will help you no matter what. And if we are headed into a recession, man, are we excited to help you uh, in this next season? Yeah, so for the next seven episodes, we're going to be diving deep into staying steady and how to thrive in a recession. So steady, we all kind of put together an acronym here. And Shondell, why don't you explain that? Yeah, we've had a wonderful offsite here. We at Shondell Group, we really believe in the quarterly offsite, and it's so exciting when we get to do it with members of our team. So Melanie came down from Olympia, which we're so excited you came down. Thank you for and having me. And she is our systems process queen. And so as we really started talking about what do we really need to be focusing on in this next season for Shondell Group, we absolutely double down on recession proofing your business and again we have a lot of experience in that and so for the next seven episodes like scott said we're going to be digging into a model we've come up with to the acronym because i do everything in acronyms of steady and why don't you just quickly just say what are what are each of those letters stand for melanie yeah so first we're going to simplify everything we're going to train teach and invest in talent we're going to elevate structure, and remember, attitude is everything. We're going to double down on culture, and your leadership goes first. Yeah, so that is what we're going to be in Season 3. We're going to be all about going deep into each of these subjects to really help you. And really, if you are people-first organization, if you care about your people and you want to grow and thrive during this recession, then you won't want to miss one of these. We're so excited to talk about all of these different components of really building a strong business. But if we're able to do these things now and think ahead, not only are we going to have a strong culture, a strong business, but it's going to be ready to get through anything that comes our way, whether that be a recession, whether that be something like COVID where we have to shut down. We're really prepared for anything and we have a really good team in place, a model to help us thrive no matter what the circumstances are. Yeah, Melanie, maybe you start with your experience so far with recessions in your professional career. <laughs> yeah, so I've been very lucky to um, start my career in 2010 when the economy had really just crashed. And I was in hospitality, which is traditionally a year behind. So my industry was just struggling. There was no space in our industry for new leaders. Mm -hmm. um, coming out of college, I had no options. And so I really had to realize, how can I rethink my plan and figure out how to open my mind to new possibilities? And instead of getting into hospitality management right out of college, I actually spent a year in HR. 
And while I wasn't quite sure I wanted to do that, it really <laughs> opened my eyes and that year was life-changing. Mm. And then fast forward 10 years and COVID hit. I had just started a new position as executive director of hospitality at a casino hotel and COVID hit and we had to shut down. Mm. We were closed for 60 days and we had no idea what was going to happen. And that was such a huge opportunity for me to learn and to say, you know what, this is the biggest challenge I'm probably ever going to face in my career. And if I can overcome this and we can build something out of this really terrible situation, then we can really thrive and figure out how to make this business successful. And how can we use this to make our team stronger, make our business stronger, and really look at what do we need to tweak and edit? And I feel like our team did such a good job coming together and changing things that needed to be changed to be successful in the most difficult time. You got thrown right into that with your career, didn't you? Yes, I did. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> well, I did too, because my experience came in, two th I started my coaching business in 2000, and then the 2001 9-11, and then the dot-com, and all of that, and so I had to really uh, pivot a lot, like you did, and starting my coaching business and being relevant and helpful and uh, that was nothing compared to when I was thriving. Now I'm running this really successful coaching business in 2008. And then 2009, 2010 comes along. And I had to do a lot of pivoting. But the great thing about that is I had been really using some of the principles even that we use today and helping my clients. And it was fun to watch a couple of them really thrive because they'd done the work before. And I think that's where our heart is, is we're going to take all of our years of experiences and going through these battle, uh, these battles of pain to bring out a pretty solid plan that people can follow. And if they really invest the time, money, and energy into this uh, recession-proofing your business study, study plan, they're going to be okay. And I have really great stories about that. Hey, Scott, how did the dental practice uh, survive the recessions? Well, for me, I kind of found out that uh, I had to really think about what really matters. Yeah. And so in my practice, I knew, okay, my patients really matter. So I thought, let's really concentrate on really taking care of their needs. I knew I wasn't going to do a lot of big smile makeovers, mm -hmm. huge <laughs> veneer cases, <laughs> things like that. I needed to know that that we were going to be able to handle and handle really well all their day in day out needs mm -hmm. and production was up yeah. that year, the next year, the year after. And so, um, I, I think just knowing that, that you're taking care of your people and you're taking care of your clients, your patients, whoever it is, uh, that's going to really be the, the key to yeah, success. And, and I mean, and the, it showed because later on, as the recession, we've recovered from the recession, all those people came back and they did do the big smile plans. They did do the $30,000 veneer plans because they trusted you, you hadn't taken care of them. And there, and then COVID hit where COVID didn't hit Shondell group too hard, uh, because we just went zooming, <laughs> Right. but boy, did it hit the dental practice. We had to shut down our employees and, and that is something that we really, uh, reap the benefits of again, because we put these Shondell group principles into place. Yeah. Well, during the, you know, the COVID shutdown and we were off for two months in the dental practice, uh, we really did continue to focus on the team. We met uh, with Zoom, fortunately, and, and, you know, it was a little awkward, I think, especially <laughs> for me. 
Uh, that was my first experience ever with such a thing as that. And same with the, with the team. But it, it kept us in contact with each other. Yeah. And and I think the other really important thing with that was that the team knew that we still cared. We cared about them. And we we're interested in how they're doing. And so those constant little check-ins, I think were super important. Yeah, and one of the things I remember is that we did continuing education together on Zoom, and that was powerful. And then the day that yeah. we came, like we came back, like we actually brought them back a day early, and we talked about fears and concerns and. Where is everybody at? And then, man, the next day we were united and we hit the ground going and it never slowed down. Not day one. Right. In fact, those were our busiest months of my career. Yeah. And that's what culture does. That's the first time you took care of your people um, and you take care of your customers. You're going to be fine. You're going to recover fine. So those are great experiences. So you really doubled down on culture then. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It it was, it was great. It was successful. Yeah. That's true. And trained his team Mm -hmm. in as much as possible. They would want to do it and do it. So Melanie, let's talk about the lessons we learned during this recession time. Like what did you do to get, you know, to be steady as we're telling people, let's stay steady and thrive. What did you do? Well, you know, a lot of it for me um, really uh, started with attitude. Attitude is everything. Mm -hmm. When we were looking at uh, facing all of these barriers, it was easy or it felt easy to just (laughs) say, oh, my gosh, we can't do this. But instead of doing that, what we did is we said we can. Um, Mm -hmm. At the time, I had the most amazing team in the world. Um, both the management within my division, but also my peers and my boss, where we really worked together and we all trusted each other to come together and make that um, make that shift happen. And so we really focused on what can we do now and not just focus on all the barriers. And so we really took step by step, what do we need to do in order to make our business successful in order to help our team, in order to bring people back on board, in order to serve our customers. And so we really looked at at those things in such a positive way. So it sounds to me like you really, in this pace, when you're in, you know, COVID shut down, you guys are all just looking at each other, barely, through your masks. (laughs) And what you said is, hey, let's build on this trust. Because you sound, when you describe that to me, I feel like you had really worked on the trust in your organization and especially the stories you've told me about you worked hard to get that trust in that team. I felt like the COVID for us or for me, I should say the timing couldn't have been any better Mm -hmm. because I finished my master's degree in June of 2020. Mm-hmm. And so right and remind before, everybody what your what your <laughs> master's was because it's going to make sense to them. My master's was in organizational leadership. And so within my role as executive director of hospitality, I really put my team through a lot of different things that I was learning. They were my guinea pigs. <laughs> And I actually did my capstone right before the shutdown where we were really working on how can we build a team? Mm -hmm. How can we be this cohesive group of of people that work together and accomplish things? And so when we did shut down, we had so much trust within that group Mm -hmm. of individuals where I trusted them with everything and the same with them. Mm -hmm. And so when we went through this, that really helped us because we could lean on each other. We could support each other. And I trusted them to do their jobs and to come with to me if they needed anything. And, and trust really was at the, the foundation of all of that. 
And as you tell your story, the things that come to me as you're, that you're utilizing is, hey, here we are. We're in this situation. Let's elevate our structure. Like, let's get our processes, our procedures. And I think you even said, like, you redid the menu. Like, let's be creative. And I want everyone to know that that's why we invest in our teams and we create huge trust so that we can have creativity when it matters. Probably when you got through the shock and the unknown, but when you were able to start kicking, it sounds like your creativity went out the roof. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I remember still my boss coming into my office and saying, we're just going to throw everything out and start from scratch. Um, Keep what works, but you know what? We need to see what fits this new environment. And so when my team came back on board, we really said, okay, what works and what doesn't? And we really started from scratch and said all of these things that we've been doing, that's industry status quo or just the way that we've been doing it for however many years, let's throw that out and let's start over and say, how would we build a business if this was brand new? Mm, that's so good. Yeah. And it was so much fun, honestly. It was stressful at times, yeah. um, but it was fun creating a whole new menu and figuring out what do we want to put on there? What do we want to serve our guests? And what model is going to work with all of these new restrictions that we now need to follow? That's awesome. So the creativity flowed when you're starting, just like, let's simplify everything and let's get our processes and our procedures to the next level. And um, that really works. You know, I had the same thing happen for me. In 2008, I'd been working with a client, about uh, about nine staff, you know, and team members and he really spent the money to invest in his team which that's a small company but we did all the work we did the motivators we did the behaviors we did all the stuff that we do and built an incredible team and as the process works you weed out the people that are not going to be team members and you then hire people that are amazing and fit into the team and I remember when the recession was in its height like you know, right now we're kind of just chatting about it, talking about it. But when it was in full swing, he called me, goes, should I be worried? Like, I feel like everything is going fine. It was hysterical coaching call. I'm like, no, you did the work. We did the work in 2007. We did the work as it proceeded into 2008. You're reaping the rewards because there's nothing to prune. There's nothing to do. You did the work and your team's behind you. And that uh, business today is over 50 people thriving and they made it through COVID too. And he's told me just the other day, I use the same principles and we are nailing it. So that's double downing on your culture and getting some results. And I think that's such a great point is that we're talking about our experiences through these difficult times and we were having to face these problems as they come up. Right. But you have the opportunity and we have the opportunity to really say, Let's prepare for those hard times and do the hard work now Mm -hmm. because doing it now is going to be a lot easier than doing it right in the middle of the chaos. And so we're able to really use those experiences to say, these are the things that are really going to matter when we come up across those barriers. Yeah, that's so true. So what we're going to really work on in the next um, episodes are about simplifying everything. Like just an overview of what simplifying everything means is we're going to prune. You know, just like you think about like right now in my garden, like there are certain things I need to go and prune because they're dead, but there's other things that are beautiful that need to be pruned so that they can grow, like they can take the nutrients in and grow more. Um, So I uh, have written a book um, called The Process and 
Uh, it's not done yet, but it's a lot about if you don't prune yourself, you will be pruned. And so uh, let's get ahead of this recession and let's do some self-pruning. Yes, that's great. Yeah. Um, and the next one is train, teach, and invest in talent. When we're looking at our talent, what we're really looking at is three different really important components. We have to train them and give them the tools that they need in order to be successful. So we have to really train them in being great leaders, in different processes, invest in the team to send them to training, or bring someone in to really give them what they need, um, and then teach them. Create a culture of teaching, where every day we're, in, we're teaching the team to be empowered, to do things on their own, and to really develop their skills, and invest. And that is in a few different ways. So we need to really invest monetarily in the things that our team needs. But we also need to invest the time and energy to develop them, to give them that trust, to really listen to them. And so as we're looking at talent, we're looking at all aspects of how we treat our people. Yeah, that having beautiful top players to go into this recession, you're going to weather it well. And there's a whole section. I can't wait to get into that. And then we're going to talk about elevate structure, which is really your zone. So why don't we talk <laughs> about what elevate structure is going to look like? Yeah, so when we're looking at the structure of our business, that encompasses a lot of things as well. So that's procedures, processes. Do we have things in place that are going to help us be successful that we can really lean on? You know, one example that we talked about was communication. When we are, things are going well, we communicate, we're happy, whatever, we have our meetings. But when it's busy, um, do we have those processes or we're going to meet weekly no matter what? Um, we're going to send out emails to disseminate certain information because when things get busy and things get hard, if we don't have processes in place to do some of the most basic things, then they just fall by the wayside. So really elevating that structure of all aspects of your business, you know, your SOPs, your procedures, make sure that they are what is needed in order to be successful in your business. Yeah, we're going to go into a lot more detail about that, but boy, is that the truth that those things, because we say cash covers a lot of problems, and boy, mm -hmm. when the cash is gone, the problems start coming out. Mm -hmm. And then uh, attitude is everything. We've kind of hit on that, but it's like your mindset and you, your ability to to pivot and reframe you we need to help you start working on that because that's going to be a big big tool and then there's the double down on the culture yeah so when we look at our culture making a healthy culture where people can thrive is so important especially in a recession because as we saw uh, during covid people left because they didn't want to be in their workplaces they weren't happy they were overworked they weren't appreciated and so we really have to give people a place where they can thrive and where they can do the work that's necessary during the hardest times. And they're not frustrated and just not wanting to put in the effort or they're wanting to go somewhere else where they, has a they have a boss that says thank you. Yeah, that's so good. And the last one in our model of steady is why, and that is your leadership first. So forge through this piece and then we, we put first because then they also need to be working on their leadership team and their organization. Uh, go ahead and check us out at shondellgroup.com. Um, we have a new blog series. It's called Cavu. It's right there on our website. It has uh, videos and helpful hints, and we'll be putting some extra pieces up here for that as well. And you can get past podcasts by going to our podcast um, piece. So Send us some questions. We'd love to see what are you fearful during this recession and maybe we can handle some of those questions during this season. So 
We appreciate you listening to us. We're excited for this season, so be the best you can be today.